Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Hello, good morning, or good afternoon, good evening. I'm not sure what time it is when you're listening to this, but I hope that you are having an amazing start to your day so far and that things are feeling maybe more peaceful and more chilled out for you. I'm really excited about today's episode. Honestly, I'm kind of shocked that I haven't done this episode before. It's been so highly requested and I don't know why it has taken me up until this point to, you know, record it, but I got so many questions last week for, or was it two weeks ago, for the Q&A episode that we did, and I get a lot of really frequent questions that are the same, like genuinely frequently asked questions in my DMs, and one of the biggest questions that I get is about spirit guides and about life after death and life between incarnations, and I really want to start navigating that conversation with you guys because I think it is such an important topic to understand and I really want to tackle spirit guides. I feel like this is a very important conversation to have and I'm excited about it. I feel I can feel the excitement from the other side as well of your guides kind of knowing that this is being activated within you and that makes me feel very excited that they are excited that you are excited that this is going to open up new doors potentially of communication between you and your guides. We're going to talk about how to connect with them as well, how to set those intentions and just the who, what, where, when, whys, and hows of your spirit team. Um, So I'm really excited. Let's dive into it. I think when, you know, you come into awareness of the, the deeper meaning or the potential deeper meaning of life and the greater picture and the fact that there is more to life than meets the eye, there often comes these questions of, okay, so if there is more to life than the human experience, what is beyond it? What is that life? What does it look like? And obviously the human ego, the human mind, and this is you know partially because of the media and pop culture, the mind goes, aliens. There's gotta be aliens, right? There must be some aliens. Now, spiritualists have been saying this for centuries. I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been a hot topic of conversation and the, the highest levels of government have been aware of aliens for longer than they will ever admit. And that has come out publicly though, the admission that there are alien life forms that they have, I don't know if they've admitted that they've interacted with them, that they have walked this planet. In fact, alien life forms have walked this planet before the modern human was even created. Fun fact, if you really want to get tripped out here, um, if not, skip ahead 30 seconds. The human being, the human biological body is a hybrid between the Neanderthal and about 12 different, what we know as starseed races or what the human mind would call alien life forms. So there's... And there's a lot that proves this. It's called the missing link in anthropology. 
and it's a it's a really interesting thing and so whenever we talk about spirit guides you know i feel like there's this conversation that's also being had on on the whole alien thing now you'll never really hear me use the word alien unless it's in reference to how the human mind explains it or if it's like in a title because we're going to have that conversation i don't know if we're going to have that conversation i'm sure we will at some point but right now we're sticking to spirit guides and the reason you won't hear me say the word alien is because that's not what they are. The life forms that exist beyond the third dimension. So we're talking fifth dimension, seventh dimension, eighth dimension, ninth dimension, 10th dimension, and 11th dimension. If you're curious about where the fourth and the sixth come in and why there's, you know, no life forms there, you can go and listen to the Ascending Through the Dimensions of Consciousness episode. It's one of the first 10 episodes of the podcast. But to sum it up, the fourth dimension is the astral dimension, which is where you go when you dream. It's also the cosmic coding of linear time for the third dimension. So it really is just this time structure that envelops the third dimension because time works differently here in the third dimension. And then the sixth dimension is a kind of coding grounds. If you think of like binary coding or like a a computer program, the sixth dimension is this coding space for all of the different possible realities in both the fifth and third dimension. And because of that, we, we refer to the sixth dimension as the parallel dimensions. And so it's not that no life forms are living there. It's that They are alternate realities that you can select and leap into, quantum leaping, at any point in time. That's kind of getting off on a tangent that we don't need to go down. We are going to talk about quantum leaping in the new year. I'm very excited about it. However, for right now, that's just the basis of what you need to know. And so there are life forms that live higher dimensionally. And if you tuned into the episode last week... And if you've tuned into several of the episodes here on the Cosmic Collective podcast, you know that I often explain how human beings are multidimensional beings. You have your physical body, and then you have seven energetic bodies that surround you. And this is what actually explains phantom limb syndrome in amputees. They often get the sensation that their leg is still there. Their leg itches. Their they can feel it. They can like, and it's quite a psychologically stressful experience, but it's because they're not feeling their physical body leg. They're still feeling their energy. Um, the, the, because that didn't get severed off obviously. Right. So there, there's all these kinds of things to understand on kind of a baseline to really go into this conversation. The fact that we are multidimensional means that when we depart this physical experience, we go on to live in a higher dimension. Call it the afterlife, call it heaven, call it nirvana, call it whatever it is that you will. At the end of the day, it is a higher dimension. Scientifically, that is how it is viewed. That is what it is. It doesn't matter what the name is and what you call it. It is all the same thing. The afterlife is also the before life and it's also the between life. It is where... Everything that is higher dimensional exists and this will be most typically, we're not going to get too much into technicalities today. I want to keep this stream of thought nice and concise. Typically, this is going to be a seventh dimensional sphere of existence, sometimes higher and then sometimes in the fifth dimension. It just depends on your soul's evolution and where you go. So that all being said, where your spirit guides exist and where your spirit teams exist are in these higher dimensions. 
often, again, they exist in the seventh dimension and higher. Actually, like I would say they're all in the seventh dimension or higher because the fifth dimension is um, incarnation experiences. And the seventh dimension is more like work assignments, which is what spirit guides are doing. They are on a work assignment guiding you through your earth incarnation. Spirit guides exist in the exact same dimension of space as your past on loved ones. And so your past on loved ones might become a spirit guide for you whenever they pass on. They might want to take part in that, right? That's not always the case. And I did get a question the other day. I don't know where I saw this, but I got a question. Someone had asked me of how how quickly a soul will reincarnate after death. And that is a whole other conversation that we'll have. Most typically, if the soul had really tight bonds to you or the family, they're, they're going to want to take on a role for quite an extended period of time on the other side for you. So that's a conversation. We'll go into that tangent in the new year. I feel like I've got a lot of topic ideas kind of coming through for 2024, which is good. But your passed on loved ones and your spirit guides who have maybe never even once incarnated on the planet, or maybe they have and they're not currently incarnated, they're all existing within the same space. And so they're all working together as a team, which is why spirit guides are part of a spirit team that are helping to move you through your physical reality here on earth. Whether or not, and here's the very, 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 very important thing, whether or not you believe in them, whether or not you are aware of them, and whether or not you communicate with them, they are there, they are working for you, they are working with you. However, there are immense laws of free will. There are are a lot of, how do you say, there are a lot of fine lines when incarnating into the human experience. And so they cannot intervene unless there are a few factors involved. One, unless it's life or death. And that is why if you're about to get into a car accident and all of a sudden you just, something happens and you know, you're you're not even touched. Like we hear about these accidents all the time that happen where um, the car is just absolutely like totaled and the, the driver comes out and the people in the car come out without a single scratch on their body. That is not luck. That is not chance. That is your spirit team intervening. And the way that I see it, and I don't mean like opinion perspective, I mean the way that I literally physically see it and what they're showing me is that when those kinds of things happen, there is such a powerful and um, I don't want to say dense because dense is definitely not the but like thick. There's a very, very thick bubble of, of golden white light that goes around you in those circumstances that literally is like impenetrable and so it nothing nothing can hit you nothing that's why you will come out with not even a paper cut on you is because they are protecting you that is one of the only times they can intervene without your permission other than that they need your permission to intervene on things because Otherwise, you are living life based upon your free will. So if you feel like you have been experiencing some really stressful times and life is really just not working out for you, like it's just not it right now, and you're sitting there wondering why life is so damning and wondering why it's so hard and why you can never catch a break, there are two things to consider. One, 
Are you repeating cycles? The answer is yes. You're repeating a cycle. You need to become aware of it and break it. Sorry, but that's 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 a little that's a little secret I'm going to give you. And then you need to ask your spirit team for help. You don't need to know who they are. You don't need to feel them, but that's going to start establishing a a scope of communication and an opportunity for communication between you and them. And all it has to sound like is, "Hey, to my spirit guides, to my spirit team in the highest frequency of love, please help me with insert problem solution request afterward. You don't have to ask them a million times. You ask them once, they work on it. They're going to send you little nudges. And oftentimes the way that they send you little nudges is through angel numbers. That is how they can most easily communicate with you. I have an episode that breaks down all of the angel numbers. I think it's episode 24 or 25. Go ahead and listen to that on the podcast. They will communicate to you in many ways. They will send you symbolism. They will send you ideas. They will respond and they will help you. But they can't always help you unless you ask because this is your life. And it's kind of like... It's kind of like, this is a good example that they're giving. It's kind of like being in a classroom and you're sitting in a classroom and the teacher is teaching and you are learning, but then you get really confused about something. The teacher doesn't know that you need help unless you raise your hand. Now, of course, you're going to say, but isn't spirit all seeing? Can't they tell that I need help? Yes, absolutely they can. And sometimes they get frustrated that you don't ask for it. Let me fucking tell you right now. They absolutely are just like, would you just fucking ask us? We're right here. We are bored. Give us a job to do. And so that's the the slight difference here is that when you incarnate in the physical, in the third dimension on earth, the law of free will doesn't stop them from helping you because they will, but they really need your permission sometimes. There are other times where they will put pressure on you in a way until you kind of snap out of the cycle that you're in so that you can realign yourself to what you, I don't want to say should be doing, but we're going to say what you should be doing because sometimes you're just really off on the wrong path, right? That's life that happens. We understand the, the soul amnesia that takes place here on the planet. We know that it's very hard, but sometimes you just need to kind of be steered in the right direction. And they're constantly trying to steer you, let me tell you, but they cannot help you and clarify things for you unless you ask. You need to you need to establish that through your free will, right? So that is more or less their roles and what they are doing, whether or not you acknowledge them. Now, like I said, they exist in the same dimension, in the same sphere of space, uh, as your as your pass on loved ones that does not mean that your only spirit guides and I'm telling you right now 90% of your spirit team is not passed on loved ones 90% of your spirit team is combined of souls who have maybe guided you throughout several different lifetimes who have a field of expertise that is able to assist you throughout the entirety of your incarnation or through a very specific part of your incarnation For example, you might be going through something very specific. Actually, I can give an example for this. I, and it's too bad. I say it's too bad. I could always go back and find out and kind of connect a little bit more with this um, from that past experience. But when I was going through my, my trial, my court case there, I know for a fact there was a very specific guide who came in and he gave me a lot of strength to sit up there on, I don't know why that like makes me very emotional. I have no idea who he is consciously. Um, I just know it was, it was kind of like this, um, 
this sort of like older brother grandfather-esque it's it's a really weird kind of combination of energy but that's like he just is like older mentor and I don't know how well I knew him but I know that my team kind of called him in to be this this kind of pillar of support while I was testifying and I'm pretty sure he just came in during the times where I was meeting with my lawyer meeting with detectives and then of course um, during important dates like when I was testifying and then when sentencing happened and so he came in very specifically for those things. He didn't guide me before and he isn't guiding me, you know, since then. It was something very, very specific. I have other guides and you have other guides as well who are with you from the time that you are birthed or conceived even, sometimes even before that, until even just after you pass and you're in life review. So there's that as well. Sometimes you're incarnating and you have new spirit guides. You have guides that you have contracted just for this lifetime Oftentimes you have guys that you have contracted in several of your earth lifetimes and you're like, hey, I'm going back. Can you assist me again? And the reason that other souls on the other side take on the job, the role of being a spirit guide is because they want to assist the individual souls who are coming to earth and they don't necessarily really want to be here. <laughs> you know, it's the, that's just kind of, they're not interested in coming here. Maybe they've come and they've learned everything that they have wanted to learn and grow as a soul or maybe they have absolutely zero fucking interest on incarnating on this planet because mood and they want to assist in a different way and that's that's how they help and so that's what they're doing now when we talk about quote alien life forms just to give you a little bit more perspective on that your past on loved ones are technically on what a human would consider logically an alien they take on a different form sometimes they're just like an energetic awareness but sometimes they take on like an energy body or they take on a different form so that they can do the job that they want to do to help guide you through this lifetime your spirit guides sometimes are just an energetic form or like a formless energy awareness and then sometimes they're very much in in a in a in a physical body sometimes <laughs> this we're just going to keep adding on to this sometimes even you have spirit guides who are actually having incarnations of their own in the higher dimensions 7 8 and 9 and they are maybe working on hmm how do, how how do I want to how much do I want to go into this they are they have a let's just say they have a very specific job on the other side maybe they are a quantum coder in the eighth and ninth dimension and they are specifically working on a team in the eighth and ninth dimension to help the awakening happening with humanity on planet earth maybe for some reason a member of that team or that team feels like they can assist you on your individual mission. Maybe you have a mission that is related to the work that they are doing high in the higher dimensions, but you're doing it on what we would say on the ground here. Where you're doing the groundwork, they're doing the energetic work. And so you might actually have, quote, what is called aliens. They're not actually, I fucking hate using that word and they hate when I use it too. They don't hate it, but they're just like, it's just so inaccurate. It's just so nondescript of what they actually are. Um... But they, but they might actually be helping you as well. And so this is often where we will hear people saying, I channeled the Pleiadians, I channeled the Arcturians, I channeled, you know, the, you know, whomever. And I'm just using those two because they're quite common because they do work with a lot of, a lot of different humans here on the planet. Um, if you guys know Bashar, 
I don't know the name of the human that Bashar channels through, but go on YouTube, just Bashar, B-A-S-H-A-R. He is an individual, a human individual who has, who is a medium, who has contact with an incredible network of higher dimensional beings, parentheses, alien, aliens, and he channels their their messages and he's incredibly accurate. It's actually, it's, it's, it's some of the stuff that I, I've seen him channel is stuff that I've channeled as well. And I'm just like, yeah, that's, that's some, that's some real legitimate shit. And sometimes that's, that's how they work with humans as well. So your guides might be a varying network of different types of what you would consider life forms and aliens, including passed on loved ones, spirit guides who are maybe just more in spirit, and then guides who are also working a job on the other side and also helping you at the same time. You're kind of like collaborating together because you have similar work missions. Now, a lot of times people will ask, well, how many people are on my team? You will always have about 10 to 12 people on your team. However, I have seen, and it really depends on like, there's a lot of factors that come into this. There are teams, some people have teams of thousands. It depends what they're doing here on the planet and how much support they require to do what they are doing. There are people who have hundreds. There are people who have 10. There are people who have, you know, 20. There are people who have 40. The most common that I have seen in my client work, if I'm just kind of going to scroll through my memory here and see, I would say on average, and I've worked with a lot of people, on average, the, 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 I hate saying the average human, but let's just, I guess that's, that's how I'm saying it, but don't take it the way that your ego might. Um, the average human would have about 20 to 25 individual members on their team. And that's pretty, that's pretty fucking good. That's pretty strong. And at any point, if you need extra assistance, your team can and will grow. You also have two parts, uh, two individuals, I guess, we can get technical on that. You have two individuals on your team that are known as your primary. Initially, that's your higher self. And so that's why I have the merge with your higher self meditation on my website. I'll link it below so that you can connect with the higher dimensional version of you because if you're curious on what your intuition is, your intuition is you, the part of your consciousness that still lives and exists and is aware in the higher dimensions that is guiding you here. It's the all-knowing, all-seeing part of you. It's you. It's just like I've mentioned before, you're only half of your soul incarnated. And even whenever twins incarnate, you know, the, they still have a higher self. And again, lots of technicalities that could come into this. A lot of technicalities. It's a, all of this stuff is very complex. If you haven't already caught on with this podcast, it's all very complex. So that's going to be your initial point of contact whenever you are exploring connecting with the universe, connecting with the divine, connecting with the, the higher dimensions. And then you have what is called a primary guide. And your primary guide is what you can consider like the operations manager of your team. They are overseeing everything for you. They are overseeing every little intricacy, every little detail, every single part of your incarnation. They are making sure all of the plans are in place. They're making sure everyone on the other side is doing their job. Now, they're also the ones who are very 
intentionally going to nudge you when you are maybe not navigating life in the way that you designed yourself to. And this is kind of where that pressure will come in because until you establish the fact that you want to make changes and you want the assistance of the higher dimensions and of your spirit guides, like I said, the law of free will stops them from intervening. So you might have 20 people on your spirit team who are just sitting there twiddling their thumbs being like, God damn it, this is so boring. Holy shit. Is she ever going to ask us for help? Is he ever going to, you know, acknowledge that we could actually maybe be of assistance because his view is narrow minded right now and he's like not seeing the perspective that he needs to see to get through this? You know, they they get bored. So you need to give them something to do. So th- so maybe think about that right now. Like maybe maybe say something to your spirit team. Be like, "Hi, I don't know if I really believe in you, but I know that you're there. It's likely that you're there." Maybe you could help me with something. I give you permission to help me with my life. Say it like that. And I always like to say, you know, ask them to do so in the highest frequency of love. Um, You know, just to make sure that you are abundantly clear on who you are are connecting with on the other side. That's the, that's one big thing that I would kind of just make a note of importance with. Make sure that they're, they're doing everything with love. You're working with only beings of love. That is already kind of set. That energetic frequency is already set, especially if you're listening to this episode. That is the coding that is being activated within and around you. You only work with love. And so that's kind of like the who, the what, the where. So let's talk a little bit about the when and the how. We talked a little bit about the how with like the angel numbers and things. Um, But the when in terms of when your spirit guides can or will help you is always, 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 always. They will never stop. Higher dimensional beings do not need food. They do not need sleep. They do not, they are just energy, right? They sometimes do get busy. They'll be off doing other things. They might be on assignment for you, might be going around the the universe trying to find a couple of things for you, gathering information, coming back and applying it to your life and helping you apply it to your life. But they're always going to be there and they're always going to want to help you and they always do want to help you. They, you remember that you contracted them, you chose them, you handpicked them actually to help guide you throughout this lifetime. Have you ever... I don't know, I don't exactly know maybe how to give this example, but have you ever seen how, you know, someone's, someone's life might be falling apart or they, they go through a lot of challenges or they go through a lot of shit, but everything in the end always seems to work out for them and they, they move through things quite gracefully and they move through, they move through things like with what seems maybe like a little bit more ease and then you come to find out that this person is incredibly religious or incredibly spiritual That's not a coincidence, right? Because of the law of free will, when you ask for help, you get it. So things are going to be easier. And I say this from experience. I say this from two two points of view of experience. I did not always let my spirit team help me. Let me tell you. And I wish I could have them all incarnate temporarily and get on a podcast episode and talk with all of you and give you their perspective. They are laughing so hard right now. They're they're like, you guys don't even know. You guys don't even understand how Mads has been so stubborn when it comes to her spiritual gifts. Her sp- Shut up. Oh, that was not nice. Oh, they're such... Anyway, her spiritual... Um, connection and asking for help. I have this very hyper independent, I can do it myself kind of energy. 
Oh, I got humbled. I don't want to say quickly because I dragged that shit out. Yeah, I dragged that shit out for a fucking hot minute there back before my awakening. I, when I say guys, I really repressed my awakening. My God, did I ever repress it? Like you actually don't understand. I ran from it for, I would arguably say about 10 years, most intensely five years. And that was kind of when my spirit team. And so let's talk about that actually. Like, I think that's a good example. Um, they want me to, to sort of share that. I have always been very connected. I had experiences channeling when I was a toddler, which, you know, you can't even fucking, I couldn't even count the fucking 100 and I was having channeling experiences with my higher self. I think I've told that story a few times and I saw things as a kid and I knew things as a kid. Like I was always very psychic. I was always very in tune. As a kid, I didn't understand that. As a teenager, I knew something was very different. I knew, oh, I knew. Oh, baby. Oh, baby, baby. I knew that I was a weird little freak. (laughs) Uh, And that made me very uncomfortable. Oh my goodness. What is happening? Oh, I have an alarm going off. That's sweet. Little birds chirping. I hope that you enjoyed that. I think that was soothing. But I, I felt very uncomfortable with that. So because I didn't understand, because I wasn't learning quantum physics and I wasn't at that point in uh, you know, education and, and just an exploration of who I am and the things I was interested in. I was really trying to follow this path. My spirit team and I had contracted with, with them to, to kind of allow me to go through what we call like a normal quote human experience. And that lasted about, I think, so I, it started around, I would say 15. I got about three years. I had about three years of a normal human experience from like 15 to 18. And then I, you know, when I got triggered into my awakening in a really beautiful and positive way. And I was like, no, I'm good. And so my spirit team, the way that it was contracted with them is, you know, they had to nudge me. They, you know, I was struggling hard. I was struggling so hard. And this is when I was at a point in my life where I wouldn't let them help me because I wouldn't ask. So they could not help me. They literally could not do anything. They were literally, literally standing there staring at me being like, for the love of fuck, can you just remember so we can help? You need to ask. Like, can you just fucking remember? And I kept just, shit just kept going wrong. And they kept trying to navigate me back. Like, I would get these these mental pings of like, you know, maybe follow this path. And I'd be like, no, that's not possible. And I, w- I would just ignore my intuition and what I was supposed to be doing. I was trying to follow this traditional path, going to university, getting a normal, whatever that means, job. And it just nothing, it was not working. And one day in 2019, I've told this story before, I lost my absolute shit on them because I knew they were there. I, at this point was like, I can't deny that they're there. And now I'm just pissed off because they're there and they're not fucking helping me. And so I said, fucking do something about it. And I, this is why when I tell you to be very mindful of how you ask them things, Ask them to help you in a gentle, sustainable way that, you know, is going to work with you and for you and not cause you further problems. Because when I said to my spirit team, then fucking help me, I did not say in a way that I did. I was not very clear. And that was also something that I had to learn. And literally, what was that? What, What was that? What month was that? Was that July? Fucking eight weeks later, I'm homeless unemployed and literally have lost everything in my life and I and I laughed and I laughed and and I was at a point where I just laughed and was like okay I asked for help and I have been refusing to make the changes in my life that I have been needing to make 
And now I'm being thrown into a position where now I have to make changes. I have to make a lot of fucking changes. So I would just say, be mindful of how you ask them. And ever since then, I have been relying on my team. And let me tell you, obviously, you can see where I am now. Life has become abundantly better. I am I'm quite happy. I'm quite at peace. I'm, uh, you know, things are great. So when I say that I understand what it's like to live life on both ends of the spectrum where you can't catch a break and you're struggling and, you know, things aren't working out for you. And then you see other people who are maybe it, it doesn't, you don't even have to be hyper spiritual or hyper religious. You just got to believe that there is something or someone out there that is trying to fucking help you. And you got to lean on that whenever you feel stuck. You got to lean on that whenever you're, when you're struggling because they're there to help you. And if you don't understand it, and that was my big thing too, it was, I need to understand how all of this works so that I can trust it and believe in it. You know, mediumship is not, it's being talked about a little bit more now. I think it's still a little nuanced, but you know, whenever I was going through this, this was not like, I was growing up in a, in a world where you know, I'm, you know, like asylums didn't exist, but I felt like I'd be thrown in one, you know, it wasn't really talked about. And I think that's why I know that's why I'm so passionate on explaining these topics and these interdimensional networks and concepts and systems, because I have a very scientific mind. And the fact that all of this can be narrowed down into quantum physics for me is something that really brings my human mind a lot of peace. No matter how much my soul knows and remembers all of this is true, and I intuitively know that, being able to tap into a framework of knowledge that also logically proves that this is real is really comforting to my human self. And I feel like it's also a really strong foundation for the collective human experience to know that all of this is very scientific and that's where we're headed in this world it's why the great awakening is happening it's why there are so many people who are so spiritual and we are going to talk about things that i just don't agree with or that are just complete and utter bullshit that's going to come that's probably going to come in 2024 i need to i need to grow a, a thick pair of balls a big pair of balls before i start having that conversation so brb but it's really important that if you want help and you, you, you want to navigate this life more easily that you ask your spirit team. And so how they are going to help you when we get in, you know, this is the when they're going to help you. They're always going to help you when you ask. Always, 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 always. Now, how they're going to help you is going to be through a series of events. They are going to reorient you into making different decisions. They're going to put pressure on you. If you're really far off your path, I'm telling you right now, they're going to put some pressure on you. If you need to leave a job that has a toxic workplace, it's going to increasingly get more toxic. If you are struggling with insane amounts of stress and anxiety, you're going to become hyper aware of all the people, places, things, experiences, and past traumas that influence and cause that stress and anxiety. And you're going to be pushed to a point of combustion, almost. You're not going to actually combust, they're saying, but you're going to be pushed to a point where you have no other choice but to figure out how to heal that energy within you. I hope this is making sense. They're also going to send you signs. Now, there is something in science that is called confirmation bias. And I think it's so interesting. And I kind of want to bring it up for the very scientific minds who are listening because I get it. I hear you. I'm with you. 
Confirmation bias is when you become aware that you see something and then you start to see it everywhere, like the color yellow, for example. Let's just go with that. Whenever you start seeing repeating numbers, it happens in a way that it literally cannot be confirmation bias. It's not like you're just seeing it in like, you know, in in settings where it would make sense. It's happening at times where you had to be in the exact right place at the exact right time to see it. For example, I have a friend. She is, I've known her for 20 years. She is about to make a really big life change and I'm so excited for her and I'm not going to talk about what it is because that's her story. But she's making a really big life change and I'm so fucking excited for her and we've been talking about it and ever since she has kind of been flirting with this idea and then really solidifying the steps and taking the action to make this thing a reality in her life, she keeps seeing the number 444 and it's showing up in ways where it is not just confirmation bias. It's not like she's walking by a house and seeing 444 on the, the, the house in a neighborhood that she always walks by, right? She's seeing it when she's driving. There's like a car in front of her that has 444 on the license plate. If she had left or merged a lane or done anything differently up until that point, she would not see it. She sends an invoice or gets a payment or, you know, whatever it is. And the amount is 444. These are things that are not confirmation bias because there is no way that you are just becoming aware of something that was already there that you could have seen at any other point in time. That is confirmation bias. Synchronicity, a sign from the universe, is when you see a number or a symbol that you could not have otherwise unless you were in the right space in time at the exact moment that it happens and you become aware of it. It's not a fluke. It's something that happens. It is very, very, very specific. And I hope that that's a general enough or like a specific enough generalization of what the difference is between the two. I, I can kind of give you some examples, but if you are riding through a new neighborhood, you've never been there before. This happened to me once. I was on a run and I decided to, to run through a new neighborhood. Now I run through that neighborhood all the time. So actually, this is a really great way to talk about confirmation bias versus synchronicity. The very first time I took this route, it was it's part of my neighborhood, but it was an area of my neighborhood I had never gone to. And they have really cute houses. And so I was like, mm, I'm going to manifest while I run here. However, I had asked to see... I didn't necessarily ask to see a specific number, but I, there was a specific number that has a lot of significance to me and I'm not going to share it because you guys know how I roll. I'm private with that shit. Anyways, I had never been in this, this part of the neighborhood and I decided that I was just going to run random roads. Like I didn't map out a route beforehand. I was just really following my intuition. I was just kind of like, I'm going to go where I feel like going and I'm going to see where it takes me. And I shit you not, I ran by and there, there was a house that had the exact, the exact sequence of numbers. And I looked and I was like, you've got to be shitting me. I had never been there before. That's not confirmation bias. That is synchronicity. However, I often run this part of my neighborhood now because I like the route and I like looking at the cute little houses. It's getting me all up in my mom wife era energy of where I want to live and you know the different kinds of houses I might be interested in buying and and renovating anyway that's besides the point obviously now when I run that street I am aware of the house with the number the first time I saw it synchronicity 
the all the other times that I see it now, it's just like I'm aware that it's there. I know that it's there. There are other things that pop up, you know, whenever I, I look at certain things or I like I, I went to the grocery store one day. I went to the grocery, I forget what number it was. I went to the grocery store one day and I, the total was, was an angel number. And I was like, well, that's interesting. And I had been thinking about something that was related to, it, it was a related sign. And it's like, of course, my bill, including the taxes, comes out to this number. Like, of course it does. Um, I remember I took myself on a, out on a date back in summer 2022 and I was out at this pizza place and I'm just sitting there drinking an Aperol spritz, eating my pizza and I was reading Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza and it, I was at the part in the book where he says um, combine, you know, he, he gives a little exercise on like creating a confirmation, like a synchron, like something that you'll see that you'll know that the universe is responding to you and he tells you to make it like pretty pretty challenging or like pretty unique so that you can't miss it and then every time that you see this combination of of whatever you know symbol you come up with it's a reminder to get into the frequency of what you are creating rather than where you are and it was really cool and I was like you know I wonder if this is actually like gonna work for me like I wonder how I'm gonna navigate that and my total of the night was $36.36 and if you don't know 36 the angel number 36 is all about reassurance from the divine. And because I was wondering, like, is this actually going to work for me? Like, is this actually going to like show up in the ways that I'm hoping it will? It was kind of the sign of like, yeah, we're reassuring you. Like, don't worry, it will just like do the practice. It was so fucking weird, right? Those things aren't confirmation bias. Those are synchronicity. So that's kind of the difference. And so your spirit team and your spirit guides are going to start communicating with you through that. When you start going through an awakening and you, you start becoming aware, you often will start seeing 1111. For the love of fuck, please, please stop interpreting 1111 as, oh my God, it's my twin flame. Nope, 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 nope. We're not going there. We're not doing it. We're going to move on from that ego-based desire of an incarnation experience that 99.9% .9 of the population is not having, okay? When you see 1111, 1111 is an energetic code to, to show you the first 11 is you, the second 11 is the universe mirroring you. That's what it means. It is a number of awakening and it's how your higher self begins communicating with you so that you can be like, oh my God, what does that mean? And you start looking it up, okay? And then you start seeing other numbers. You'll start seeing 111, 222, 333, whatever, whatever. And then it gets even more complex. You'll start seeing 414, 717, 747. 818, right? There's there's three different kind of tiers of, of angel numbers. And then it gets really fucking complex. You'll see something like 859 and you'll see it fucking everywhere. You'll go pick up something at, you know, the corner store and you'll, your total will be $8.59. And so the more aware you become of the way that the universe and your spirit guides are communicating with you, the more complex the messages are going to get because you're going to be in a state of awareness where you can understand them. The other thing too that I get often a lot is people will message me saying, hey, what does this number mean? Please go back to the Angel Numbers podcast where I break it down. Ones have a very specific frequency. Twos have a very specific frequency. All in all, one through nine, zero as well, has a very specific energetic coding that is universal, like not just human world universal, like literally quantum level universal. The universe is, you know, the foundation of the universe is made from numbers and calculus. So just remember that. 
and each of those numbers when combined start communicating with each other. Let's say you have one, four, and five. You see 145 everywhere. One is individuality, four is foundation, security, and protection, five is dramatic change and, uh, and things kind of uh, exploring change and taking new directions. So when you see one, four, and five, the way that you can interpret that is as on an individual level, the way that you are expressing yourself individually is protected, you can feel secure in it, you are building a new foundation amidst the changes that you are making, which is the five, okay? So please go back to that episode. You can also Google it. You'll know when you Google the number which one resonates with you. I promise you, not every time you're seeing a number has everything to do with a partner. Um, Sometimes it does. It absolutely, absolutely, absolutely can. But a lot of times it's, it's related towards you unless you were thinking about something very specifically related to a partner or a past person or a future person, and then you see the number. When you see the number, it's very important that you think of what you were thinking of the moments before you saw the number. So let's say you were thinking about putting out a piece of art. You want to share all of the art that you create. And then you saw 145 and you're like, hmm, that's weird. And then you start seeing 145 all over the place, like in random places. When you look up 145 and it's the definition that I just told you about of like having security and being who you are and your individuality and making changes and you think back to the first time you saw it and what time, what you were thinking about at that time, you were thinking about putting out a piece of art. The universe is saying, yes, you are very supported in this. Now, of course, it's not going to start off by you seeing 145. It's going to be more something like 333, like you are supported in this or 444, um, you are protected in this. Kind of like my friend who is starting to see 444 everywhere. She has never seen numbers before. This is the very, very first time. And this is how her higher self is communicating it with her. So this is how they're going to communicate with you. There are other types of symbols as well that they can use to communicate with you. Like, um, you know, you, you stumble upon a feather when you're walking outside or you see butterflies or rainbows everywhere. That's actually very common with spirit babies to see like rainbows and butterflies. That's it's like a universal like spirit baby thing. And you can also create very, very, very specific signs. I remember one of my really, really, really good friends, one of my best friends, she, I forget, this might have been like a year or two ago. She had asked for a sign. She wanted a sign and I said, make it as complex as you can because she's a lot like me where for me, like general signs, it's nice, but like it has to be very, because uh, I'll argue those kinds of things because of how scientific I am as well. So like there has to be, has to be very specific. And again, I'm not going to tell you what those are, but I'm going to share this experience because you don't know who this friend is that I'm talking about. But she had, and she'll know if she's listening. So if you want me to delete this out of the episode, let me know, but I think you'll be fine with it. That's just why I'm sharing it. Um, She, a couple of years ago, wanted a very specific sign on a very specific thing. I don't even remember what she wanted the sign about, but she, I don't know if you guys know, it wasn't Garfield, was it? No, it was the, I don't even know how you say it, the cat from Alice in Wonderland. I'm pretty sure it was the cat from Alice in Wonderland. Anyway, she set the intention. She told her spirit team, she's like, I want to see this. She, I want to see this. If this thing in my life is going the way that it, I don't know what it was that she, she needed to know the sign about. But anyway, she's driving one day and I get a text from her. And the, the car in front of her, the license plate on the back of the car has the fucking cat on its license plate. Like the, it was the Alice in Wonderland cat. What do you call that cat? Why do I keep wanting to say like, 
Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> I can't say that either. But like it's it's something you guys know. Anyway, you guys, I hope you just Google the fucking Alice in Wonderland cat. So that is like an undeniable sign from the universe and in, in an undeniable synchronicity. So I feel like you can make it super specific. Don't be afraid to get super specific and 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 let them you know, let them, let them show that to you. I've had some really, really cool epic things happen and maybe one day I'll share them, but as of right now, you know, I'm not going to, but that's how they're going to communicate with you. So all in all, your spirit guides are higher dimensional beings who you have contracted to help you throughout this incarnation. They can only help you when they ask you to, or unless your like life is at stake, which let's not, you know, that's not going to be the vibe. So you're going to ask them for help. You're going to ask them to help you in the highest frequency of love. And you're going to trust that they are going to guide you and you're going to listen. Here's the thing, because some of you are just as stubborn as I am. You are going to listen. Okay. You're going to listen to the guidance. You're going to listen to your intuition and you're going to trust that everything is working out for you. You're going to trust that as you take these leaps of faith and you listen to your spirit guides and you listen to your higher self and you listen to the nudges of the universe, that things are working out for you. The universe, your spirit guides, your higher self will never, ever, 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 they will never guide you to something that will put you in a worse position than you are currently in. And let me tell you, when I found myself homeless and unemployed, I kind of looked at them and was like, okay, well, if this is rock bottom, I mean, you're leading me somewhere better. And that was the absolute truth of it. Okay. Trust the process. Trust that they are leading you somewhere better and that they are trying to get you to a point where you can live the life of your fucking dreams. That's why you came here. You came to live your highest, happiest, spiritual, whatever that means for you, self on this planet, and they are going to help you accomplish that, okay? If you are wanting to learn more about how to do this, if you are wanting to explore all of the parts of your mind that block you from being able to trust your intuition, from being able to even know what it is that you want out of this life, you have traumas that you need to heal, you have limiting beliefs that you need to heal, you're wondering if you're worthy or capable of of actually creating and maintaining this life that you desire, you need to check out A Happy Human. It is my nine-week group coaching course. It is the methodology. It's my methodology that quite literally I went through and brought myself through with the help of my spirit team in the time that I was homeless and unemployed. And eventually I I put it into the methodology that is now my coaching programs that I bring my coaching clients through. And it, it you know, I'm, I'm bringing it, I'm bringing it to you. It's, it's all here for you now. I'm telling you this because I'm giving you fucking insider news right now. So if you're hearing this and you're like, okay, this sounds really great. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Okay. This is probably, you know, you know, my, my, my business coach would probably be like, mm, maybe don't do this. Um, or, you know, any, any business professional would be like, mm, don't do this. We're having a fucking massive sale this week. Okay. So look out for that. And the way that you're going to be able to look out for that is being on my Instagram, being in my newsletter, and also attending the free workshop that I have this Wednesday, November 22nd at 7 p.m. Eastern. Everyone who attends on Wednesday is getting early access to this sale. They're going to get it for two days sooner than everyone else. The sale is happening on my birthday, November 24th. It's happening on my birthday, which is actually also Black Friday, which is like, I'm definitely 
not going shopping, let me tell you. That would be fucking chaos. That is not a birthday present to me. But what is a birthday present to me is being able to offer such a fun fucking discount on a happy human and a couple of other things that you'll learn about in the workshop on Wednesday, should you attend, which you definitely, absolutely, totally should because it's a free experience of me bringing you through what you can experience and will experience in the course. So if you are wanting to work through all of this, then come on Wednesday and stay tuned for that sale. A happy human will never be this discounted again. The price of it is going up in the new year and there's a lot of reasons for that. I definitely underpriced it whenever I launched it and there is just so much more that, you know, you know, it's just, there's just, there are changes that are coming in. And so this is going to be the cheapest. This is, it's actually going to be cheaper. It's going to be more discounted than it was when I first fucking launched it with the early bird sale back in June. So that's a serious discount. It's a, like you're saving more than $200 on it, which is fucking insane. And there's payment plans. So that's me saying that if you want to enroll in that, show up Wednesday, get early access to the sale. Otherwise, it's happening on Friday. Put a note in your calendar. This sale is not lasting very long at all. And you can just completely transform yourself. And you'll have me guiding you along the way in the modules, in the hypnotherapy, and in our monthly group coaching calls, which are incredibly, incredibly transformative. It's actually so insane. I never thought group coaching could be as impactful and life-changing as it has been for my students, but it is. And it's wild to see the things that they have manifested. New jobs, new salaries, new opportunities, career changes. Like it's absolutely fucking nuts. And I can't believe that I am blessed to be part of the, the, you know, the process of them getting there and a conduit for that growth and expansion. So I want you to have that as well. So you can check it out below, put a little alert in your calendar for Friday so that you can get access um, to the sale and enroll with you know the the best discount that will ever be offered for a happy human and then also if you want to enroll in the free workshop I will leave the link below as well and you can get even early access to the sale but also have the most incredibly life-changing transformative hour and a half of your 2023 so that you can go into 2024 as the version of yourself that you actually want to be it's a win-win it's a win-win-win Okay, now go ask your spirit team for some help. Ask them to help you with something. A lot of them, I'm not going to lie, guys. Um, and I know there are a lot of you who listen to this podcast and I can't even begin to fathom how many of you are going to download this podcast episode in this lifetime. Um, and so I'm really tuning, I'm tuning in to several decades here, but a lot of you are not utilizing your spirit teams. Okay, they're sitting there and they're watching you and I can see them. And I can feel their energy and they're like, oh my God. It's like watching a black and white 1950s movie when all you want to do is watch Avatar. Fucking weird example. But it's not, it's not exciting for them. They don't like seeing you struggle. And you don't have to struggle. And they're trying to show you that. And they're trying to help you with that. And they're trying to teach you that. Which is why they have sent me to record this episode today. It's why it is coming at you. It's why you're here. It's why you're listening. So they say... Please, for the love of the goodness of your life, for the love that is all, all good things in this universe, fucking ask us for help. Please, just, just, just ask for a little thing. Uh, just, just start small. Just start small, one of them is saying. Just, just start small, and then we can do the big things later, okay? All right, 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope to see you in my workshop on Wednesday because I want to see your beautiful faces. I would love to see what you look like. I get messages from you guys so often and even those of you who listen and have never messaged me before ever, I would love to see your beautiful face, your beautiful soul on this call. So please register below. It's free. Like who doesn't love free shit and free transformation? Like you've got to be kidding me, right? I hope to see you there and... If you are wanting access to um, the Mads Mess birthday bash sale and you're just wanting more content on a regular basis, go ahead, follow me on Instagram at Mads Mess. It is also linked below in the connect with me section of the show notes. And otherwise, I hope that you have a beautiful divine week. Go be your divine self this week. You got this. I freaking love you. (laughs) 